This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Representative Jim Langevin is co-founder of the House Cybersecurity Caucus and one of Congress's most respected leaders on IT security. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and I caught up with the Rhode Island Democrat shortly after President Obama unveiled his cybersecurity legislative package on Thursday. The congressman was on a cell phone and our connection had some interference. I apologize for the sound quality. I asked Langevin what he liked about the president's proposal. Well, I like the fact it's finally here. We've been waiting for a long time for the White House to complete its interagency review process. And today I'm, I'm happy to see the administration come forward with the strong legislative guidelines on uh, securing our, our critical networks and protecting our position as international leaders in cyberspace. The president did not propose an office of cyberspace in the White House with a Senate-confirmed director. It's something that you wanted. Was that a mistake on the president's part? Well, I would have liked to have seen stronger provisions establishing a, a stronger office of, of cyberspace in the executive office of the president, the director's position that was Senate confirmed. But, you know, we'll leave that issue for another day. The bottom line is we finally have some guidance from the, from the White House as we begin the process of drafting legislation to codify into law both the authorities and the protections that we need to have put in place to make sure that we're protecting the American people and our cyber infrastructure from attack or uh, misuse for those who would wish us harm. It seems that the president in his proposal isn't taking many risks. You know, we, we just talked about the cyberspace director's position not being named. There's not a lot of, well, I can see on my initial reading of the legislation, a lot of uh, regulatory rules to be imposed on, on businesses that run the, the critical infrastructure. Is this a safe proposal? It's an important first step. It's not an end of discussion. It's just the, uh, it's just the beginning of the discussion. We're going to work with the administration going forward to see what we need to do, particularly to protect our, our critical infrastructure. In my bill, I took more of a regulatory uh, approach. I believe the government does have an important role to play in bringing us that much further down the field to make sure that our cyber infrastructure, in particular our critical infrastructure, is adequately protected. The administration has taken more of a collaborative approach, more of a role of encouraging industry to do more in cybersecurity, but not a whole lot of penalties or regulations to get us to the point where I, you know, they, that we probably should be. But, you know, we'll wait and, and see how that process unfolds. And as we go forward, we'll, and, and, and we're considering legislation, I'll see how we can improve upon where the president has started us today. You're in the House where obviously a lot of the uh, members of the majority don't like regulation on government. Do you think there's an exception with cybersecurity? No, I, I think that many of my colleagues on the Republican side are going to be reluctant perhaps to impose regulation. But the bill that I've introduced, I, I have a Republican co-sponsor, Congressman Roscoe Bartlett. I very much want to see this whole process as a public-private partnership. The, the degree to which we can encourage industry to do more to secure itself the better. But I think that will only get us so far. And I use the airline industry as an example. I believe that the owners and operators of the airline industry want to run safe airlines. I think that they, they want to get passengers to their destination safely and on time. But those good intentions only get them so far. And I don't think anyone would argue 
that we shouldn't have the FAA or the NTSB there to ensure an, an added level of safety to, to that process. As a result, we have a, a very safe airline industry, very among the safest in the world. And I would apply that same model to other areas of critical infrastructure. I think good intentions only get you so far that left to its own devices, private market would do something, but I don't necessarily say they, they do uh, everything that they could be doing. I think that's where government has a role to play in bringing them that much further down the field. Last year, the House of Representatives under the Democrats did pass comprehensive sovereign security legislation. The Senate didn't. This year, it seems that the Republicans in the House are saying that they'd rather not see something comprehensive maybe something more piecemeal or maybe a variety of different bills. What do you think of the prospects of some significant cybersecurity legislation being enacted by Congress this year? I think it's, it's a very real possibility, although much of this hinges on the Senate. I hope that they can. Signals are that they are very serious about passing this, this legislation, and I'm supportive of their efforts to try and if they pass a strong bill on their side and send over here, I would be glad to work to try to shut the bad bill through the House and perhaps even co-sponsor it. I introduced the, the, the House companion bill on, the, on, on our side. You know, absent that, I'm going to continue to try to pass my bill on the House side again. The FISMA reform element of the President's proposal puts a lot of authority with DHS. Uh, I know you wanted a White House cybersecurity director, but uh, are you comfortable with so much power going to DHS? DHS has a, has a stronger role to uh, a strong role to play, but this this isn't just about one department or agency. The reason I wanted it in the White House is so that this, that person could reach across government and health compliance and both from a policy and a budget, uh, budgetary standpoint. But it certainly will be helpful if particular legislation is passed, codifying who has primary responsibility for, for cybersecurity, and I'll do what I can to see that it's successful. Once again, just to reiterate, all of this uh, is a is the first step in the process. You know, there's a lot of work to, to be done going forward, and I look forward to working both with the administration as well as uh, private industry to make sure that we get this right. Well, thank you very much, Congressman. Okay, very good. That's Representative Jim Longevin of Rhode Island co-chair of the House Cybersecurity Caucus. I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.GovInfoSecurity.com.